Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is officially one of the final episodes, what, of 30 Something with Sunny, but big, big, big asterisk. Okay, so ugh, I have so much to tell you, this is insane. Um, anyhow, so you have been hearing these shows, it'll be two years this November, and 30 Something has been an amazing, amazing platform for me to share all kinds of expert tips, interviews, thoughts, musings on motherhood and self-care and reinventions, or what I like to call second chapters. But as with all things in life, our babies, our relationships, our jobs, it is time to evolve, everybody. So the good news is I'm not going anywhere. Um, the kind of bad news, but not really bad news, is that 30-something is going away. So first, let's pause and hold some space um, in gratefulness for you First of all, for being here with me as they launched my podcast journey, um, I've heard back from tons of amazing, amazing people out there who have, um, you know, listened to interviews that really resonated with them or just told me, dropped in quickly on Instagram to tell me they liked an episode. And I cannot tell you how much that means to me. If you liked 30 something, you are going to love, love the next chapter of my, let's call it a content journey. That sounds so stupid. Oh my gosh. Um, 30 something is now officially, we got to talk with Sunny. So this podcast, oh my gosh, I can't even explain to you how excited I am about this. So the whole, this is a new baby. First of all, we, I have been baking this for gosh, at least six months now working on branding and topics and booking guests and blah, blah, blah. So you know how when you're in the third trimester of having your baby and or being pregnant and you're about to have your baby and you like are excited, but you don't want to jinx it. So you're not talking about it too much because you just want the baby to be out into the world and in your arms. Well, I'm like, I'm like in the ninth month of this, of this virtual pregnancy right now with, we got to talk. I have been working so hard growing and cooking up this baby and starting on the week of September 14th. And I will let you know as time goes on, what day of the week, this new podcast will drop new episodes, but starting in the middle of September, um, 30 something is officially going to be, we got to talk and we are getting into juicy, juicy stuff on this new version of my podcast. It is real talk on big topics. And let me tell you something, there is nothing that is going untouched on We Gotta Talk. So the idea behind the name is, that's always something that I say to friends, my husband, um, my family, any loved one, or any person that I really interact with when I wanna hear more about something. So if you know me, I'm the type of person who, like, becomes best friends with my barista by, you know, the first or second time I'm in Starbucks. I'm asking all sorts of uncomfortable questions all the time to people. It's really a thing. Andrew's always like, you know, we'll be at a cocktail party or, you know, a holiday party and he'll have known someone for literally five, six, seven years. And I will come out of that conversation and be like, oh my God, did you know that her mother or, or, you know, that she did this or that? And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> that you're like getting this personal information from people within the first 10 minutes of talking with them. So anyway, I'm not saying it's a life skill. It's probably a little bit of a social faux pas, to be quite honest. Maybe it's a weakness of mine, but I can't help but ask a ton of questions and get deep and 
dig deep and get personal and get lots of details. So the spirit of We Gotta Talk is just that. It is real talk on big topics and big topics that apply to everyone. So you're going to see as the um, show launches in mid-September, the type of stuff that I'm talking about. But let me just tell you what specifically... I am working on right now. So you have an idea of some of the topics we're going to do. Um, we are going to launch with, um, the first month of topics talking about infidelity, which I find to be in just an infinitely interesting, um, topic. We're talking with an expert on what is called proactive health. This is actually a world exclusive interview. There's an oncologist that is, um, local to the Florida, the Orlando area, who is launching um, an entire program based, not preventive health, proactive health. We're going to talk about why people are getting cancer earlier than ever these days, especially women. We're going to talk about her very specific recommendations on, I mean, deep, deep details and deep diving here on what exactly you need to be doing with exercise, what specifically you need to be doing with your diet and how she tailors these plans for each individual based on their needs. It is fascinating to me. And this is seriously the first time she's ever um, talked about this. Really excited about that. We're talking about why it's so important to have mom friends. We are digging into a topic one week on poly relationships, people who have relationships, intimate relationships with more than one person at a time. I mean, like big juicy, good, good stuff. And I cannot wait for you to be part of this journey. So, um, so yeah, stick around. Um, this will probably be one of the last, if not the last, the second to last episode in 30 something. I still have a few great interviews that I want to share. I'm trying to decide if I want to flip it over to the new platform or not. But, um, anyhow, oh, it feels good to get that out. So come back the week of September 14th, we got to talk.com. Follow it on Instagram. Follow me. It. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram at We Gotta Talk with Sunny. And it's gonna be great. It's gonna be juicy. It's gonna be just a deep dive on all of the big, big topics in life. Anyhow, so that's that. I feel I feel relief. I've been working on this so hard. And although we're not quite there yet, we are very, very close to being done with the site and the launch. And I want you to know all about it first. So if I've been um, a little absent on my social media these days, it's because I've been just pouring extra energy and heart and soul into getting that off the ground. So week of September 14th, we got talk.com and on Instagram, but we got to talk with Sunny. You are going to love it. We're going to have a live talk show too. So there's going to be, um, when you go to the site on Wednesday mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern, you'll see me live in my house, probably in my jammies, doing a live talk show. Then we're going to take that audio and put it into the podcast for you that, that same week. So anyhow, whew, that's that. Really exciting stuff. Um, what is also exciting, just a little catch up on the personal life over here. I am able to sit down and record this right now at 11 o'clock on a Monday because we just sent our children, our two bigs, back to school face-to-face for the first time. And let me tell you something. I, I don't talk too much about the kids on the podcast, you know, specifically because, you know, I want them to write their own life story a little bit. I don't want to be yam- yammering on about them and, you know, telling their stories for them. But from a mom's perspective today, it was so freaking hard. I, I don't know what it was. We spent the last six months, obviously, at home, um, like every parent did since the lockdown started. Um, with virtual school to finish out last year and the whole summer. And then we started virtual last week and it was a total circus. It just 
it wasn't going to happen. Like, I'm not a drinker, but if I were, I would have been sauced by like 11 a.m. <laughs> because there is very little that can prepare you for the stress of virtual schooling two kids, two elementary school kids with completely different schedules and um, break times and recess times and need academic needs and academic progress. It was it was really intense. And it's crazy because we made the decision very firmly, um, you know, about a month ago now, I guess, that we really wanted to do virtual. And that is something that we wanted to stick with and see through as long as we could. And it really only took three days for me to realize that it would be better for them to be there in person. Um, between me running back and forth between their rooms, literally 150 times. I mean, I had my son in the pool for quote unquote recess while my daughter was going back into her kindergarten class. And then she got on break and, or, you know, yes, then she got on break and he had to go back to class and I had my three-year-old running around. It was, it was nearly impossible. And I heard from some amazing other virtual parents out there that it gets easier and it did get moderately easier over the course of three days. But unfortunately, not to the point where I saw us being able to sustain it. So, um, so yeah, we went back face to face and I cried like a baby this morning for so many reasons. Um, relief, just this massive sort of exhale after months and months in the house with the kids and a, mostly a lack of a schedule. Um, I cried because it's my baby girl's first week in kindergarten and I know it's annoying especially if you're not a parent and you hate hearing people say this because it's so freaking trite but it does go so fast I cried for that reason I you know cried because you know I wasn't going to see them during the day I cried because I'm worried this was not what we wanted to do and I felt like a failure in some ways for not seeing through our initial um, decision So, you know, it has been a very emotional weekend around here. And I just, I know all my fellow parents out there feel me when I say that there's just like no easy, there's no quick answer to anything these days. And there's no way to feel completely comfortable with any decision you make. So I see you out there if you are in, in these shoes right now of raising children during this uncertain time. Um, I see you. I'm holding space for your struggles right now. I realize that I'm fortunate that those are the worst of my struggles at the moment and um, recognize that there are many other people out there facing more intense challenges and hats off and hearts out to you. But, um, but yeah, so just, you know, be kind to yourself and, um, What I keep reminding myself of as we go through this time is that no decision is forever. So if you're in a position where you've made a decision about school and you're feeling uncomfortable with the decision you've made, um, you know, different schools have different policies on what it takes to flip back and forth, but just know that everything is changeable and that you can always take steps to make it better if it stops feeling right. I really have found that the only thing that I can rely on as a barometer right now is my gut instinct. 
as a parent. And I feel like most people that I've talked to, most moms that I've spoken to said the same thing. Like you can go out there and find um, research or, or news articles or studies to support whatever it is you want to believe. And ultimately with your own child, you are the one responsible for making that decision. And the only person who can truly feel what's best for their child is a parent. So what I've been really taking time to do over these past several weeks as the school decision has loomed and we've had to make other decisions about activities and things is just sit quietly for a moment and let that feeling rise to the surface. And I, I do believe that all of us have that um, have that ability. The, the key is making time to get quiet for long enough to let that answer sort of come through. So anyhow, not to be a drag, but I literally, I mean, I did one of those cries on the way home from school, from dropping them off that was <laughs> like the Kleenex or the, it was actually a napkin was like, completely soaked. It was like boogers and, and tears and like sweat. <laughs> it was just like, uh, it was the ugly cry of all ugly cries. Then I called my mom and cried to her some more. And then I got home and then I held our, our three-year-old and I made her promise to not grow up anytime soon. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that's where we are right now. Here's a quick hack. Uh, I found this out this morning and I, I just had to share this quickly before we move on. Um, I am a new convert to the power of aromatherapy. A couple of episodes back, I talked to the founder of Binox Skincare, Jessica Hoyer, and she sent me over this, it's called, um, I think it's Perfect Night Sleeping Balm is what it's called. And it's like a waxy nighttime balm that's filled with all these essential oils. Uh, lavender is one of the top notes. I want to say like, I did a whole write-up on it on my blog, but like, maybe ylang ylang, like some really um, very calming aromatherapy scents. Now, if you have a computer and a Facebook account, you like a thousand percent have that friend who's been like, aromatherapy essential oils. And you're like, okay, Cheryl, we get it. Like they work, they work. I'm here to say team Cheryl, aromatherapy, whoever's selling essential oils on your Facebook, like shout out because these things actually work. My daughter was crying before school and I put this white noise, or I'm sorry, perfect night sleeping balm on her. Like I said, that has all these aromatherapy ingredients in it. I put it on her wrists. I put a little underneath her neck. Um, I'm sorry, underneath her jawline, like on her neck, kind of on the pulse points there. And I let her hold this little jar of this aromatherapy balm on the way to school today while we watched a movie in the van. And she just kind of held it and was like smelling it here and there. She was like, upset and kind of like, you know, processing the big day ahead. And it like actually worked to calm her down. So try it. Who knows? Bring, throw some um, lavender essential oil into like, um, I don't know, a cotton ball or something and give it to your kid. I mean, I'm shocked at this. I use that sleeping balm every night too. It actually is like a big part in my nighttime routine now. I put it on my wrists, my temples, my neck. I even put it on the soles of my feet, the soft part you know, between your heel and the ball of your foot. I just rub a little bit there because Jessica said that that is um, one other way when you're extra tired to like get your body to relax because some of these oils can, can penetrate and actually get into your system and help relax you. And it works like a charm. So hack, hashtag mom hack, try it, lavender. Who would have thought it? Who would have thought it actually works? Um, 
during the day for school nerves. So I'm going to be doing that over the next couple of weeks as we, I'm sure, continue to have rough mornings getting out of the house. You know, when I'm having a hard day, um, at least I know my life is not as bad right now as Brad Pitt's new girlfriend's husband. (laughs) I logged on to thedailymail.com today. And let me tell you, the look on this poor guy's face is just... Uh, he's first of all he is gray and older and listen like nothing wrong with being with an older guy I get it like that's your bag not my bag but he's 68 his name is Roland and he was spotted with the saddest look on his face just taking a stroll in Germany I think I think I think it was in Germany where they shot him this picture today meanwhile his wife is living it up in a chateau in France with Brad Pitt. So I know that even on my worst of days, these days, at least I'm not as sad as this man. And I just, I pray for his rapid recovery. I don't really get into Hollywood gossip too much on this on this podcast, but man, I definitely want to come back in my next life as a man. I will say that. It's completely unfair that we go through our life and society begins to value us less as we get older and men just become more attractive, more successful. It's just unfair. We're working to change it as best as we can. I know there's like, you know, I don't want to. I, I don't want to crap on my my ladies out there because I know that this is something we're like all trying to be more aware of and politically correct. And um, I just think it's completely unfair. And I'm definitely coming in my coming back in my next life as a man, preferably. Brad Pitt or a Hollywood star whose uh, worth only goes up as time goes on. <laughs> Another quick around the web story um, before I head off for the day. I have to know, are you guys using TikTok? Um, being the massive conspiracy theorist that I am, I deleted it from my phone. Oh gosh, probably two or three months ago now because I had read that it was a... Um, company and it was that was that originated in China the company behind TikTok and apparently it's been it's been traded back and forth between several owners since then and and China's now saying they're not tapping into that data and that information of its users but I'm just suspicious and so I just deleted it and um I, I'm feeling like um I don't know. I just have to, am I crazy for doing this? Or have you guys gotten rid of it too for the same concerns? Because I feel like there are people out there making a legitimate living on TikTok. And am I missing out on like an opportunity to, I don't know, like hawk a face cream or something? Should I be on TikTok? Am I missing out on some sort of entertainment element? Reels did launch on Instagram and I've been trying my best to embrace this new technology. But I mean, you can only teach an old dog so many new tricks. And uh, my capacity for like onboarding new technology right now is just very, very low. My emotional and like mental bandwidth is just rapidly decreasing over the period of these past few months. So I have to know, just just drop into uh, my DMs and let me know, is TikTok, like should I be back on it? Is it a thing? Um, is it worth me potentially sacrificing my personal data to communist China? Yes or no? Vote here. And finally, random musing number three of this podcast. When will the MTV VMAs no longer be a thing? I am not rooting for the downfall of the network by any means, but (laughs) how is this still on TV? How 
what, I, I just don't get it anymore. Like when MTV was in its heyday, which is, I'm proud to say in the nineties when I was on my come up as the old person that I now am, um, like it served a purpose. There was only one place to go when you wanted to look at new trends or feel cool or feel connected to new music that was coming out on TRL or you wanted to see who Carson Daly was dating that week. I mean, we needed MTV because it was our only pop culture outlet. And the VMAs were just, they were massive because it was the only moment that was dedicated to just that type of like music and content. And like, you know, the teenagers went crazy over it because it's where you saw all your favorite artists coming together and blah. But why is it still, I'm really curious because number one, I I guess Teen Mom is still a thing on MTV. I feel like most of their programming is this like, um, strange glorification of teen pregnancy programming and then all of the spinoffs that come from that. Like, do they have music videos? Like, what else is on MTV? I guess what I'm asking is, what are we looking to celebrate on the VMAs? Because we are not watching TV to, to see our artists and our musicians anymore. We are on our phones and we are downloading playlists and we are streaming music live. I, I'm asking for a friend, you know? Uh, it's very confusing to me. And I'm looking at Lady Gaga's uh, wardrobe this past year. And I will give her credit. Um, I like that she doesn't real, uh, real <laughs> rely on sex appeal to like make a statement. Like all for a moment where a lady doesn't have to like literally let her boobs f- hit her chin to like make a fashion moment. Love it. But I'm perplexed by the gas mask look. She had this kind of bird costume like a holographic bird costume with boots and this kind of gas mask thing and then she had another mask on with horns like devil or they did I don't know what they are they're horns coming out of like the sides of her jaw so think like low right I guess she was going off the whole idea that they needed masks I just the horn thing is throwing me off. Um, she had another look where she had a fishbowl over her head. It was very futuristic, 2020, 2021 astronaut type vibes. Um, a lot of weird antlers, though, growing off of her her costumes. <laughs> it's just, anyway, this th- listen, the longer I talk solo, this is why I don't do too many solo episodes, because I can just just rage on about the strangest stuff. But really, truly asking, because I want to know what... Who's watching the VMAs? Truly. And, and, and should we just call it a wash? It's been great, MTV. You've been good to us. You helped us get where we are today, but maybe we hang it up. I don't know. I'm just saying. Anyhow, I'm going to go because I have to be productive for the first time. This is my first day in forever where the, 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 the big kids haven't been in the house. I, I frankly don't know what to do with myself. I can't work out because I'm exhausted from being it. I'm in, a, in a, a, an emotional heap, essentially, on the ground right now. Um, just sort of recovering from these past, from the whiplash of the past week. I'm going to go down some cloud water, CBD, and um, CBD sparkling water hashtag, not an ad, still drinking it, still loving it sponsor me cloud water love ya anyhow hope you guys have a great week i'm so excited i got to share with you what's coming up next in this journey oh my god did i say journey i said journey um but it really is going to be exciting and um 
I do want you to check it out starting mid-September. Go follow the account right now. We got to talk with Sunny. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe here. All of this content will roll over to the new podcast platform. So if you missed any episodes or if you're a new listener and want to go back, even though we've transitioned or are about to transition over to a new show, don't worry. All of this stuff with the amazing guests that we had on will still be here. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you very soon with some good stuff. Bye.